I'm very excited to share with you this episode with Hazel Ortega. So Hazel and I met in a mastermind and I didn't know who Hazel was. I know, you know, in masterminds, you kind of sit in in the chair in front of everybody and tell everyone who you are. And man, as Hazel's story unfolded and she shared with us her own personal life story, I was like, this is the most incredible story I've ever freaking heard. Are you kidding me? It's so good. You need to, she's going to share a lot of it with you in the episode today, but you can't really get the full thing. There are like so many more crazy things. She just didn't really have time to get to in the episode today. So make sure you check out her book. It's called From Bounced Checks to Private Jets to give you an idea of the journey that she's been on. And man, if you're like at all into mindset and growth mindset and living your unlimited life and starting building something big out of nothing and believing in miracles and in believing in your own potential, this episode's for you. And I love what Hazel's teaching in this episode. She talks about, she teaches what she calls miracle mindset and, and how that differs from just traditional goal setting. Very, very cool. Very powerful. I know you guys are going to love this episode. You're going to be blown away by her story. And I know you're going to take away some gifts of things that are going to get you thinking. I'll be shocked if you don't follow some of her instruction (laughs) by the time you get done with this episode. So we'll go ahead and jump right in. Here's Hazel Ortega. So I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite finds in the health industry in the last few years. It's something I use with all my clients, and that has been extremely impacting on me as well. And that's the upgraded formulas, hair mineral tests, their consults, and their nanoparticle size minerals. So I started on this path because I was taking in a high quality magnesium. And when I tested, I found out that I was extremely deficient in magnesium. And once I started using their nanoparticle size magnesium, my levels went right up. And what I experienced was incredible. I started getting more REM sleep. I was, I realized I hadn't been dreaming in years, started dreaming again, and also noticed that I didn't think I had anxiety until I got my magnesium back up and noticed that I was experiencing quite a lot of anxiety and that went away and I was able to enter back into a place of calm and peace. And it was just incredible. And so since then I've been using it with all of my clients and it's so easy. All you have to do, they'll mail you out a little envelope and you just put some hair in it and mail it back into their lab. And then you do a consult with them over the phone and they'll tell you all about your ratios, what's high and what's low, because you can't know this unless you test. There's no way to know. And you can't just crapshoot minerals. You have to make sure that your ratios are on point. So they will tell you exactly what you need more of exactly what you need less of to get those ratios on point. So you can have optimized brain health and hormones and sleep and metabolism. So, um, they're also giving you 10% off for being an inside out health listener. So that code is just inside out. So go to upgradedformulas.com and just enter inside out at checkout and you'll get 10% off their consults, um, the hair tests and any products that you may need to get your ratios, right? So yeah, take advantage of it, guys. It's something I use with every single one of my clients. It's been wildly impacting, and I'm happy to be able to extend that discount on to you guys too, as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about higher coaching. This is my coaching system. And I get a lot of questions because it's not just training and nutrition. We do that. I love training and nutrition, obviously, but we also do more. We do personal development and the way that's delivered is a 90 day personal development program that you go through with me when you work with me. So it's a video course with questions for you to deep dive in yourself for the first 90 days of working with me. 
Now that comes as part of a morning routine. I am really big on the morning routine and you ask any of my clients, I will push you on that because it's life-changing. So we start with meditation and then we do gratitude and then that personal development program. That's our deep dive psychologically. And after the 90 days, you go to the next level, you start doing what I'm doing currently. And it's a lot of strategic goal setting. And it's really, really honestly miraculous what's happening, not only in my life, but in my clients' lives. Like it brings me to tears when I get on calls with them. I'm like, do you see yourself? Like, do you see what you're doing? That is so cool. So anyway, that is um, for me, the bread and butter of my coaching. I love it so much. Also though, In regards to your body, I also like to go deep dive and see what might be holding you back. So that's where all the biohacking side comes in. We do a physiological deep dive as well. So we do blood testing, hair mineral testing, DNA testing, body composition, aura ring. Um, So your heart rate variability, your sleep cycles. Do you have any deficiencies? Do you have issues with sleep you didn't even know about? Let's find out, you know? So That's how I approach things in higher. There's more, we do prizes every month, Nikes, Lulu's, all my favorite products and foods to keep you motivated, to keep those habits up. We do three Zoom calls a week so you get support. We have a private Facebook group. We're all vibing and and cheering each other along the way. We get raw and real and honest. And it's just, yeah, it's like I created my life and I created my life the way I like. And I like to deep dive with a bunch of bad A people that really want to optimize their lives. And it's an honor for me to serve them in that So I just thought I would tell you about it because I don't know if I talk about it quite enough. So if you're looking for that, if you're like wanting the next level in your body and also in your life, truly, that's what we're doing. So uh, seeking bad A's (laughs) to join higher. I do have some spots open. It is limited. I can only handle so many clients at a time. But if you would like to find out if it's a good fit for you, you can go to my website, taragarrison.com, and you can request a call and we can see if, if it's a great fit for you. And yeah, I I just wanted to tell you guys about Hire so you could get a little glimpse into what I'm doing on the daily. And if you're looking for something a little more self-guided, I do have my Keto In and Out program on my website. So you can either do a small taste and try it for eight weeks, or you can go a full year. That baby is comprehensive. There is a video of every recipe, video of every exercise. There's a 60-day course teaching you how to do keto or 30 days of keto and then 30 days of bringing back the carbs, FAQ video library, Facebook group, like all of that. So if you're more of like the self-guided person and you just want stuff planned for you, that is also an option on my website. It's taragarrison.com. I'll link it all in the show notes. And all right, we'll go ahead and get into our episode. Okay, guys, I'm so excited to be here with Hazel Ortega. So we met in Scott, Scott Duffy's Mastermind, the Breakthrough Mastermind. And Hazel, like... Your story, guys, I'm so excited for you to hear her story today. Cause like I was in the back of the room when you told this story at the mastermind, I seriously wanted to like jump up on my chair and just start like, like freaking clapping. (laughs) So I was like, this is like insane. This is like, I seriously started wanting to like hooting and hollering because it was like the most amazing story of believing in yourself, pushing forward, like manifesting your dreams, having that vision, acting, working hard, like just this beautiful culmination of it. So let's, let's dive in. Yeah. Do you mind uh, starting, you know, from the beginning and we'll feed from there? <laughs> Not at all. And uh, if you have any questions, you can stop me, of course. Okay. All right. Let's no. Let's. I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> yeah. No. Knowing me, I probably will. But <laughs> let's. Let's. Well, let's what, I, what happened to me is I grew up in uh, downtown Los Angeles, and by the time I was born, my parents were already separated, 
and my mom kept uh, remarrying the entire time of my childhood. And so every time she married and divorced, we moved from apartment to apartment, but stayed in the same apartment building. So we grew up in this really poor neighborhood and there's big gigantic uh, complexes with like 60 apartment units, all low income. And my mom kept doing this over and over. And then there'd be like new men from one day to another. Like I had a dad that uh, raised me from three years old to nine. And from one day to another, my mom got a new husband. And when he came home, the new husband opened the door and said, you don't live here anymore. And this is my family now. <laughs> yes. Wow. A little like, shocker for you guys too. <laughs> Holy cow. Exactly. Right. The, <sighs> my, my, I call him my dad, but he, he was my stepdad. Yeah, uh, there was no distinction for me because he came into my life when I was so young that I thought he was my dad. And there's a, right. a big loss there. And then he never came totally. back. Oh, right. Yeah, it was. Um, I didn't even know how much it affected me until I'm dealing with my stuff as an adult. Yeah. Because you know what they say? Feelings buried alive never die. That's right. So I'm mourning yeah. all my mom's husbands right now as an adult and working through my stuff. Good job. Her boyfriends, her husbands, all of the drama, everything that happened. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we grew up in a very dangerous neighborhood with gangs. And so I had my, I experienced my first loss of uh, a death of my best friend who was stabbed and killed while we were, while we were waiting for the bus stop. The gangs came and like every other time they said, you know, their gang name shouted and then we all ran. The next day we found out that our best friend was killed mm-hmm. and uh, nobody gave us any counseling. Right. It was just like, it was just like, oh, another one because wow. our neighborhood was so dangerous. I mean, I grew up with the worst and most dangerous gang in the world. It was the Mara Salvatrucha, which was um, a Salvadoran gang mm-hmm. that was just coming out of the warfare that they had in their country. And wow. even the president of the United States, you know, um, banned them and deported all of them. And then now they're having a really big problem in their own country in El Salvador because their ways of, you know, they're they're in war. Imagine that. So right, they're, they're right. So different. Right. Uh, so I grew up with those guys. And then um, yeah, just everything, the the teen pregnancy. My friends were getting pregnant at 12, 13, 14. I mean, we're Mexican. We kind of have a, you know, we're kind of known for having uh, a lot of kids and like young, Um, but this was like really just too young because we have, you know, both parents are absent in the home because they have to work so much, all of that. And then, and then my mom ends up shooting and killing her boyfriend in a domestic violence dispute. I was 19 years old when that happened. And at the time, my mom had um, already six kids and she was pregnant with her seventh. And she ended up fleeing because she was pregnant. For five years, she became a fugitive before going to prison for 12 years. Yeah, that that was pretty rough. We're very young and it really changed all of all of us. Like I I do remember like we were used to be, you know, like street smart kids. Um, but this changed us to be like really tough kids, Mm. you know, like really different, really different towards each other. We became kind of really hard with each other. And I've had to overcome all of that as an adult. Stop. I had to really just break the, all of that, all the, the legacy of poverty, the legacy of incarceration, like illiteracy and like no, um, higher education. I, I, 
I did all of that. I was the first in my family to go to college and the first to graduate from college, first to start my own business, first to become a millionaire, like all of this stuff. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give the audience the same little, uh, the foreshadowing, I guess that I got. Cause here we are in that breakthrough mastermind is like, these are not small fish in this mastermind. Like I just got lucky to be in there because I'm like the trainer girl, but like, these are, you know, billionaires and huge investors and people making waves in government. Like this is a huge, and and I'm sitting next to our friend, Aaron <laughs> Hagerman, who was also like, I mean, I think, gosh, I'm running a huge, huge, um, business and he, he, I'm sitting next to him and you go up and I didn't know you at all yet. Like we hadn't really connected and he's like, Hazel's the biggest boss in here. <laughs> I was like, really? He's like, yeah, just wait. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. So man, I, first of all, thank you for sh- sharing that because I also have a ton of childhood trauma in different ways, but neglect, abuse, sexual abuse, poverty. Um, and what, when you go through it and you like basically graduate high school, like you have no realization, there's like no recognition that you just went through a bunch of psychological trauma. You didn't even realize it. You're just like still going through life. (laughs) So thank you for sharing that because yeah, it takes like massive amounts of pattern undoing. First, you have to even see it and recognize and know what you felt. And then you have to say, well, well, then what ripple effect happened in my life as a result of that? You know, so thank you for sharing that because so many of us just want to like be fine. And it's like, well, you know, you could be fine or you could be freaking Hazel. So we'll let the story <laughs> continue. <laughs> Absolutely. You definitely need to uh, work on yourself and find out, you know, how badass you are. And then, you know, find out what's wrong. You know, what's keeping yeah. you from having the life of your dreams. Right. Why, why are you divorced? Why do you have so many broken relationships? Why does the same thing happen to you over and over again? Why are you bouncing checks? Yeah, all these things, why your friends are backstabbing you, like what is happening and why are you keeping yourself broke? Right. And so you can, you need to start to look at all those areas. And so that's what happened to me. Um, I, first of all, what happened to me, I was injured on the job. I was a secretary and I developed carpal tunnel, which is a repetitive trauma to my wrist, my elbows and my neck. And I promise you that when I got that job, I I thought I was going to stay there for the rest of my life because I had no vision for my life. I had no higher uh, self revealed to me yet. I just thought that that's as good as it gets for me was that job and the husband I had and the friends I had and the drama and all of it was like, well, this is life. And I was just at the effect of it. I was not the cause in the matter of my own life. I had not discovered that yet, but I was injured on the job because I was sitting at a desk for somebody shorter than me. And by the time the doctors figured it out, I had damaged my nerves and that's, um, you can't reverse that. You could have surgery, but if you start to do it again, you're going to have it again and quicker. So anybody, anybody that's listening here, a lot of us are working from home and not at the yeah. office. And so we need to make sure that we're ergonomically correct sitting down because you can really cause some serious damage. So the doctor tells me I can't do my job anymore. And I'm devastated because I can't see myself doing anything else. And immediately I go to fear and like, I'm going to lose everything, my mortgage and like, you know, how am I going to, you know, these kids, I have to feed them. I got really scared. And I thought like, I'm going to go back to welfare and, and, you know, back to being the way I was poor in a, you know, in a gang infested neighborhood. Like I just thought the worst, the uh, doctor and And these real quick, Hazel, sorry, these kids, these are your siblings, correct? Or it was, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah you take so, care of your own siblings. Yeah. When my mom was on the run, she eventually ended up getting caught five years later mm-hmm. and she went to prison and those, those yeah. little boys came to live with me. They were four and six wow. today. They're 25 and 27. Uh, but there were four and six when they came to live with wow. me. And I already had a two-year-old. So I had a two, a four, and a six-year-old at home and a husband. So I have four kids at home. <laughs> wow. How yeah. old were you at this point? I was about 27. Okay. Okay. Got it. Well, I'm injured on the job and, and this is happening, right? And so the I go back to school and I, I don't even have a high school diploma at this time. Okay. I go back to school and I, I, go, I work 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I go to school at night, 7 to 10. I go up to school on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And on Sundays from 10 to 2 p.m. And I get my high school diploma at 30. And by 36, I became an educational psychologist, which is a true miracle for me. Like, I didn't even have a high school diploma. I didn't even think I could do anything like that. Yeah. We're such amazing people, but yeah. we give up before we even know that we can't do it. We already say like, no, I know that's not for me. We didn't even try. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you, if you understand like the adaptability of the human body, it's the same way with our soul too, right? It's like, you, you can, you just, you can't right now, but like you can, if you keep working at it. <laughs> yeah. Completely. Uh, Tara. <laughs> you know, we don't give ourselves a chance to check it out. Right. Like, All right. Um, you know, even becoming a millionaire, right? Like somebody, uh, my business coach asked me, uh, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? And it was a room of like 12 women and nobody raised their hands. And she's so surprised that nobody raises their hand. And uh, I raised my hand after and I said, I want to be a millionaire, but I don't want to do what it takes to be a millionaire. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. Just tell me what it takes. And I said, well, I'm never going to see my family. Uh, millionaires are always working there is going to cost me my marriage for sure, because they're terrible at marriages. Uh, <laughs> you have to, uh, go to sleep late and wake up early because you're always working and you never can take vacations. So all of these, and they're not nice people, all of these ignorant answers. I didn't even know one millionaire. Okay. And here I am saying that I know what it takes. He yeah. took me a millionaire and I know what millionaires lives are like. And it's it's so interesting because we do that so much, right? Growing yeah. up, growing up poor, I, my experience was that the rich people keep us from, you know, from all having more. But in reality, we're keeping our own selves from having more. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, so that was um, that was the conversation that I had, and then I busted all those myths. And of course, I want to tell everybody that no, the the more money you make, the less you work, if you're doing it the smart way. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I'm like getting too far ahead on your story, but you had a drawing at one point. <laughs> do you mind? Do you mind sharing that? Okay. So I told you that I went to school, right? I I, I became an educational psychologist, and I'm working with kids at schools, yeah. for, uh, at the elementary schools and the high schools, and I'm giving um, counseling, and I'm realizing that all these kids have a common thread. It, they're telling me that their parents don't don't know them. They're not important to them. They feel like they're not important. And their parents, this is an affluent area. Their parents are doctors, lawyers, business owners. And here are the kids pretending to faint at school, getting drunk at school, having sex, ditching, all of these problems that they have. And then they send them to us as psychologists on the campus to mm-hmm. triage. Anyway, all of this wow. uh, happened. And then 
I was breaking up already with another boyfriend I had, and I went to a personal development seminar. At the personal development seminar is where I realized that I had a bunch of sob stories and uh, a lot of reasons why I can't be a, a millionaire, why I can't be better at whatever I'm doing right now. There's so many stories, right? I'm too, I'm too old to go back to school. I'm not in shape enough to do that, to get in a marathon. I, um, my mom never taught me how to be loving. So therefore I'm not loving. I don't have any money in the bank because I never saw my mom go in the bank. She never taught me that. I had all of these reasons and excuses. So in this personal development seminar, they asked me, where do you see yourself in five years? And I could not tell you anything different than the day that was that day. Mm. I had no vision for my life mm. at all. And what I realized is I know I don't dream. I'm very realistic. If I want to do something, I set it as a goal. It's not a dream. It's just a goal. And you know, a right. goal, immediately, as soon as you have a goal, uh, it, what comes up is how to do it, right? right? Everything that you have to do. So your goals are reasonable. Right. We don't not right. send goals out of the park usually. Right? right. We're like real smart goals that we know we can do. Right. So whenever I wanted to take my kids to Disneyland, I would say we're going to go to the local Disneyland. That's 15 minutes from my house versus creating a dream that we're going to go to Florida or get yeah. on the cruise ship and take my kids. Right. I wouldn't I wouldn't even bother dreaming that because I know I don't I know what I have in my bank mm. account. Right. Anyhow, so I'm sitting there and they ask me, OK, where do you see yourself in five years? And um, I, I already know that, um, whatever's missing is what I'm not putting in. So I'm like, okay, what could I do right now to get a vision? Because if it's up to me, I cannot see myself doing anything. And, um, I said, well, if I believe in God and I believe in miracles, then what is possible for my life? And that is what changed everything Oof. for me, where I was Oof. able to create these like miraculous, you know, vision of every area of my life that matters the most to me. So I, I saw myself having the love of my life. You know, I told you my mom killed her boyfriend. So, you know, I didn't even believe you could have the love of your life. You know, I, I always had drama and fighting in my relationships. I didn't know that you can have really good relationships and there's really good men out there. Mm. Um, I also said I wanted a $3 million plus business. At this time, I was, um, I had my office. I started an office in my garage and then we grew from there, but we were not making not even $300,000 a year in the company. And I said, I wanted a $3 million plus business. I said, I wanted to fly in private jets. I wanted to live in a pimp daddy mansion, the kind where music videos are filmed. I said, I wanted my relationship with my sisters to look like we were in heaven Mm -hmm. um, at the time I was fist fighting with my sisters. If you can imagine, I'm 36 years old. I'm a psychologist. I'm fist fighting with my <laughs> sister. Who's a police officer. We're, we're like, so like dysfunctional. Okay. <laughs> and then the last thing I said is I wanted my life to look like I was always on vacation. <laughs> wow, girl. Yeah. And, then, and so I said, okay, those are the things I want. And then I drew each thing. And what ended up happening is that my brain saw it as a, if it already happened because yeah. it's a five-year vision, right? So it already happened. Usually when you want to come up with your big goals, your brain is wired to, to figure it out. Like, how is it going to happen? But if you say, if a miracle is possible, then your brain will allow you to have it because the brain is not trained to make a miracle happen. 
Mm. How does a miracle happen? That's none of our business. Mm. It's not, it's not for us to do. So we're used to efforting, right? We're used to making things happen. So what is it? The Mm. real magic about having a, a mind, the mindset, you know, a miracle mindset is that it allows you to keep your dream big. You know, even some people might, you know, say one day I'll be a professional athlete or whatever, but then their goal gets small, it shrinks and you, Mm -hmm. you you get small and then you're like, well, maybe, you know, maybe not that professional, but maybe the local, you know, city, you know, you get small, but a miracle goal doesn't get small and you don't uh, fight against it. Right. You don't, you don't fight against it. You don't push it away. And another thing that happens is that once you see your vision, you can't unsee it. So I'm telling you that I'm, I'm arguing with my sisters and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. I know this is not what I want. What I want is to get along with my sisters and love them. And so I stopped fighting with them and I had it that it was their fault. They're the, the, right. you know, the bad girls, you know, the right. bitches and like, they're, right. you know, there's so much drama, they're wrong. And, you know, all this judgment and criticism for them, not looking at myself, what I was doing. And it was a, a miracle. Hey, you know, I stopped reacting and then all of a sudden we're getting along. Maybe I was the problem. You know? <laughs> yeah. They were the problem. And I could tell you, you know, I was sitting up there, like, I'm a psychologist, like you guys are wrong. I know, you know, like, right. come on, I know better. It was just so wrong. And maybe I did know some things or a lot of things, but that's not what makes relationships work. Right. We right. Right. All the time. Right. So I ended up seeing my vision and then acting accordingly. Right. So like for you yes. and, and your audience, like if you're, for instance, if you say like, I want to lose 20 pounds and you create a vision of your, how does your body look when you're 20 pounds yep. less? Um, how toned are you? How, what's your endurance like? And, you know, what's all this? I like create a complete picture yeah. and what are you eating? And like all of that. And then when you're eating a cupcake, you're going to know that you're not going towards your goal. You're going right. away from your goal. Yep. And, you know, the way you, I like to tell people to envision and create a vision is every little detail, you know? Yeah. So yeah, if you lose 20 pounds or even 40 pounds, I mean, things change about you, you know? Yeah how you feel about yourself, your self-esteem, it changes. Also, you get like taller, you get like a skyscraper because you feel so good about yourself. And people that feel good about themselves tend to ask for raises, yeah. right? Tend to raise their prices of their coaches or their, you know, yeah. I see so many people that are undercharged and they're overweight. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, if you get in shape, I'm sure you'd be charging three times the rate that you are right now. Wow. Because you charge according to how you feel about yourself. Right. You could be a million dollar coach. I mean, there's coaches, you know, you very rarely will see a coach out of shape that charges a lot of money. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It matches how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. So the vision, you create this vision for yourself and attach an emotion like, okay, so what's going to happen once you're the 40 pounds or the shape that you want, your mermaid shape, what's going to happen? Oh, you're going to attract better quality men, or you are going because you feel about yourself, not because yep. how you look, but how you feel about yourself Yeah, that you made that happen. Yeah. Right. You know how that is. Once you, when, when your brain starts to see you as a winner, as right. a person that's there, that does what they say, like you just start mm-hmm. to grow and get big. I totally. love that. I love those moments. And I love to see that in people. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I have to chime in real quick. Like it's crazy to me, but sometimes coaching people who are they're dating and they're, you know, at the beginning of their 
fitness transformation. And I'm like, why are you dating that guy? Like, why are you, what's going on? Like, why, why are you allowing him to treat you like that? And it's like, it's this, well, it's just the best I can get. They're dating the the equal of how they see themselves. And I'm saying that is not you like that. That's all right. We got a lot of work to do. If that's how you, that's what you think you're worth. <laughs> Whoa. You know? So yeah, I love, I love that insight. Um, you attract better things into your life because of how you feel about you, the worth that what you feel you're worthy of, you know, as you do this deeper energetic works, freaking awesome. All right. So you got this. And oh, by the way, also, I do that also the visualizing, I, I think that's what has driven me to all of my goals as I literally saw somebody reading my book that I'm writing right now. And I had to do it. I, I have seen people at my retreats that I'm now starting. Right. I have. So I, um, I, I don't know. That's how I work is visually. So I love that you actually like drew these things out and I love your point about every little detail, right. As so key. Okay. So, all right. Where does your journey take you from here? Yeah. And so then uh, I did all that vision and then I put it away. And then what I saw was I wanted to be a millionaire, right? I wanted a $3 million plus in my company. And so I started to act accordingly. I started to take classes to find out how I can grow my business. Now I knew where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I had been uh, earning $4,000 a month for five years. Ex- mm. No more, no less. It was exactly that. And guess why? My business partner and I, when we first started the business, we said all we wanted was to earn $4,000 a month and we yep. would be happy. And sure enough, we were happy and we earned $4,000 a month. So I started to learn how to be a millionaire, how to grow my company. Mm. And then when I, in the area of the love of my life, I wrote a list of all the things I wanted in a man, all the qualities I wanted. And when I saw that, I saw that, I saw that, I was that, I was like, so who do I need to uh, become to be a match to that man? Because I, here's my list of what I want, but then I'm not that great. Right. And so that a lot of times that's what happens. Also men want these like beautiful women and then they're out of shape, right? Like, come on, you need to match. So I made the list and I said, you know, uh, things like, I wanted somebody who liked the finer things in life, who um, loved good classical music, loved my kids, can be with a strong woman, believes in God, like those kinds of things on my list and shape and, you know, all of that stuff. Right. And so then I was like, well, if I'm going to attract great, I have to become great because uh, when I wrote that out and I saw the man, I I couldn't see myself next to that man. So I started working on myself. I started uh, reading about love, how to be loving. And then I start, I got a dating coach, a dating, uh, and then I took a dating one-on-one class. Oh my, I did a lot of things to make myself be a magnet to that, that I made my visualization. So I worked on every area of my life in that way. I also changed my environment. So you know how you said, um, you started off in the beginning, you said something about a, a fish, a small fish in a small pond, you know, you know that saying, People would tell me, oh, you were always a big fish in a small pond. It's like, that is not true. A fish cannot get big in a small pond. I had to change my pond so that I can get big. I was not getting big. I was working as a secretary and I was completely happy because everybody around me was the same. So I ended up changing my environment and that helped me because now I'm looking at women that are making a million dollars you know, $10 million. And and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, She could do it. I can do it. So I changed my environment, especially like, even like uh, for your audience, like when I wanted to lose weight, I got, I made a group of women also interested in wanting to lose weight. 
And that's who I started hanging out with. I don't want to hang out with the friends that drink and have the burgers because then that's not going to let me hit my goals. Right. At least that's not where I want to spend the majority of my time. I want to be where, you know, where all my dreams come true. So if I have that community, that's great. If I don't, I create it. I I get people together. And then also in the area of money, I did that as well. I got together with some women who we were, we were just so done and tired of being broke. I mean, we were professional women, but we, we didn't have good habits uh, on money, right? Like we spent all the money because we knew there was another paycheck and we spent all the money again. And And then we had all this scarcity, right? Well, um, I took this Dave Ramsey program. I don't know if you know who yeah. he is. Yeah. He's amazing. I had I had never saved money in my entire life. The first time in my life, I was 40 years old. I saved $7,000 with the Dave Ramsey program. Imagine that 40 years old, I had never saved money. For the first time in my life, I saw that I saved, I saved $7,000 because his program is so strict that you can't spend any money, right? And you have to have your group as account, you're accountable to your group. You have to share your bank statements and everything with your group. And that worked so well. And, uh, and I was amazed and so proud of myself that I could save seven. And then I became addicted to saving because once you see money in your bank account, you want it to grow and it has energy too. It wants to get filled. So I started seeing my, my bank account double, 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 quadruple. Like it was amazing. That that was one of the biggest things. So I worked on every area of my life. Yeah. 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 yeah you, uh, yeah. There's a quote by Leo Tolstoy. That's my favorite quote. And it's everyone, everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Right. That's his quote. And it's like, exactly. It all starts right here, baby. (laughs) Everything in your life is just a result of what's going on inside of you, your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, all as a result of that. And you just, yeah, you just saw that. It's like, so it's so beautiful because you just were like, oh, I see. If I want all that, I just got to do some work. Got it. (laughs) And here we are. And, and did you get your pimp daddy mansion? Oh, I got everything I wanted in two years. Two years. Not five. Yes. Yes. And it's totally miraculous. Anybody can do it. And now I do it all the time. I, I, I know what I'm going to look like when I'm 95 years old. I know how much money I'm going to have in the bank. I know who's going to be down next to me. I know when I look out the window, what the view is going to be. I know I'm going to be dancing at my great granddaughter's wedding and I'm going to have the most fun from everybody. (laughs) So that vision and being that specific gives you who you are today. So if I want to be 95 and dancing my ass off at my daughter's, my great granddaughter's wedding, I need to be uh, healthy today, building some bone strength here and taking my vitamins and coaching and having everything that I need so that I have that future. I'm very clear about that. But if we don't know what we want, we will just kind of stay in Groundhog Day where every day is right. Yeah. I'm taking a, a boundaries course from Terry Cole right now. She was on the podcast and she, t- she defines boundaries as having one of, one of the parts of it is having preferences, knowing what your preferences are, you know? And so often like we don't even know what we want and then we complain and get resentful about whatever, just the wind blows by. And we just accept that because maybe they think we're cool and we're going to hang out with them now. And then we're like, I don't like these people. And it's like, Hey, you didn't know what your preferences were from the beginning. So that's why you got led down this crazy long lost road, you know? And so, like that piece of advice by itself, I'm, I'm like going to be writing more. I do this often, but I mean, you've inspired me to do it more like 95. I don't have 95 planned out. No, 
<laughs> Tara didn't get that far. I only have 10 years out, but that's so beautiful because then it's easier to make choices that are based in self-love because when somebody's like, Hey, do you want to, you know, <laughs> do something that's completely at odds with that? You're like, no, <laughs> easy choice. Cause I already know what I want. And that's like the polar opposite of that. So exactly. Yeah. yeah life gets so much easier when you're, you have clarity and you know how you just said right now, I mean, you're always in courses, you're working on yourself always and growing and expanding. I just got back from a Joe Dispenza retreat. Nice. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, he his meditations are heart-centered meditations. Yes, I have them. And we have an elect, you know, electromagnetic field around our hearts. So if your heart gets really clear about what you want, what you what would you love to have? You become a magnet to that and the whole world around you will change and you will get exactly what you want. And everything that you don't want doesn't even come near you. Mm. It's so amazing. It's this field that comes around you. And like people say, oh, I bet people ask you for money all the time. It's like, no, nobody does. Nobody asked me for money. I don't have, a, I don't have space for that. You know, I don't want that. That's not what happens to me. That absolutely not. Oh, you're always busy. And no. I'm not always busy. I'm living my life that I love and that's what you see, but I'm not always busy. I, anytime somebody that I love or admire or, or I want to be with, I can make time for that. No problem. Um, everything, your heart will draw to you and, and expel what you don't want. Those guys that are just, you know, waste of time. You don't even deal with that. Those don't even approach you when you're so clear about what you want. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. I love meditation now. Yeah. I just started meditating. I mm-hmm. could never meditate more than 20 minutes. And if somebody had told me what was what was going to happen at that meditation retreat, I probably would not have gone. Because I would have I would have said like I know I can't do it. We meditated for 4 hours in a row. Wow. Uh-huh. And we we had to start at 4 in the morning. Wow. So Yes. I really challenged myself. First of all, I didn't know. I knew it was a meditation retreat. So that was a challenge in and of itself because I knew I wasn't good at it. I didn't have a practice and I was uh, frankly a little bit uncomfortable even just saying, yes, I'll go. And I talked to Prince, our mutual friend, and uh, he, he told me just wonderful things about it and why I should do it. And I went and I loved it. And then I signed up for another one. And now I think I'll always be signing up for his retreats just to always be centered to my heart. And on another thing about that, Tara, I I don't know how you get along with your family, but my family, I mean, we, we have really bad patterns that we fall back into. So coming back from the retreat, um, one of my sisters texts me and it was a God awful text. And I was like, Oh, bless her heart. You know? Yeah. The compassion that comes in when your heart is healed, you know, you don't need that. You don't need, you can hold space for them. You can see that they're acting out of their own woundedness and their own pain. And you're like, it's okay. Like immediate forgiveness and like, what's going on and how can I help? Right. Instead of this like reactive mind of just like, Oh, how dare you talk to me like that? I've, I haven't done Joe's retreats. I've considered it. I've read his books. I have his meditations. They're freaking amazing. Um, but I have done like plant medicine retreats and things like that. And once you really connect to that heart centered place, it just, it, it honestly, it just makes everything so easy is how I feel it because you're not, you don't need things from people, right? Like you're able to, you have your, your cup is full, your heart is filled. So you can then give 
as necessary. I feel like also my boundaries have gotten better since like healing my heart and being in the right place. Cause it's just like, you know what you want and you can help other people along the way as you wish, but you're not like doing it out of this like crazy pleasing place. So yeah, for me, I'd say I I, I want to go to one of his retreats. I've had several friends mention going, but I'll have to check those out. But yeah, um, I guess I, I know you have your book from bounce checks to private jets. <laughs> Wait, how was it when you did your first private jet experience? I've blown my mind so many times because I find myself inside my dreams. Yeah. You know, could this be happening? Okay. So I said, I wanted to fly in private jets. And then all of a sudden I attracted, you know, these, um, emails about flying in private jets. <laughs> I'm like, what? And then uh, recently, the beginning of this year, I said, you know, I fly in the private jets, but it'd be really great if my friends and family could come with me. And then all of a sudden, the, the jet company says, you know what? You've been a great customer. We're going to give you 10 more seats, you know? And <laughs> really? Let's do yeah. freaking magic. And then everybody on the plane is my fr- my friends and my family. So we have like all of this extra help out in the universe God loves us so much and wants us to have everything. It's just us that we don't ask, right? I think it even says in the Bible, like you have not because you ask not. And I'm not trying to be religious because I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. And I do believe that there's something bigger out there than us. And that thing that's bigger loves us and is in us. And we're one, you know, no separation. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yet asking, I, I talk about this often. I've had miracles, many miracles, what would be considered like no freaking way that is nuts that that happened. And it has come for me. I'm a believer in asking out loud, like something about that. When I say it out loud, like, I'm like, I could use some help with this. I like, can you help me find, it's just like miracle. Like the inner, when your faith, you have faith and you believe you're like, I know it's coming. It's just crazy how things drop in. And it is a lot of, I believe what Joe Dispenza talks about with the, the, the energy. I love what he talks about too. Like when we're in that stressed, fearful state, we actually draw energy from others. Like we, we take from the field, but we're in that abundant faith place where we're happy and believing we actually ripple out into it. And that's how we draw things into our lives. I'm like, that's what I, that's been my experience. Definitely. Um, so so you, there are stages to the, the miracle mindset, right? I talk about like your mindset evolves, you know, I started off with the poverty mindset. I thought I was going to be poor for the rest of my life. Yeah. And then, then I, my mindset evolved into um, bettering myself, right? Improving myself. And then I was thriving. And then I got into the miracle mindset, right? It evolves. And so yeah. the miracle mindset for me, you know, I talk about mastering miracles. Yeah. So you can actually, things happen and you're like, my God, that's a miracle. That person would have never, I thought would never do that. And they're actually there. I thought my sister and the other sister would never go to this event together. And they're there. Like I can notice miracles. And I think we all can notice miracles, but when you master miracles, you say what miracles you want to come up in your life. You call them out before they happen. And then they happen. So you become a master of miracles. And that's what I wrote about. That's I'm really passionate about sharing my story because I believe people can be happy. We suffer too much. I was suffering yeah. a lot until I started to practice this. And what I want now, now that I've already like my business runs itself and now I'm like in the legacy part of my life, like yeah. what is my life about? Now it's about helping people and suffering in the world. You know, like through yeah. my story that people get the power that they know right. that 
you know, nothing is fixed. Like we have it that things will never change, but mm-hmm. nothing is fixed. Like a piece of furniture, you know, even that can change, right? You can change, you can change upholstery, but we have it like it's not going to change and it can change. And it starts with us. And that's exactly what the book is about. I, I don't hold anything back. My story that you guys heard and we'll hear in the book is even more details. I even have a movie offer right now. So I'm, I'm oh calling my gosh. out. That's awesome, Hazel. I I really hope you get that. Seriously, I, I it's so inspiring because, like, it's like you know you can kind of I I guess I I feel like you can kind of tell why your life went the way it did because it was, it felt like the universe or God like knew they could count on you to show to show this example because it's such a it's such a story of hope for so many of us because so, like no matter what like everyone experienced pain growing up and if, if you're just showing through like your living embodiment that you can change, you can change it. You don't have to just stay with whatever, um, you know, car hand that you got dealt. So I appreciate you not only like embodying that, but being willing to like get out there in your legacy part of your life and like bust your ass and go and speak all over the world about this. And, um, you also have your mastery of miracles. It's a course. Yeah. Yeah. I have a course. Um, So many people wanted to um, get coaching from me. I'm not a coach. I'm not a coach. And I did want to produce a product that people would um, enjoy and get help from and, and they can coach themselves basically. And it's called the mastery of miracles. It's only $97. Uh, It's priceless but I made it affordable because I want as many people as possible to take it. I didn't make it free because you know what they say, those that pay, pay attention. So I made it as as cheap as I could because I want everybody to take it. So the mastery of miracles.com. I'll put the link to that in the show notes on YouTube and in all the audio versions. And yeah, you're exactly right. I used to, it was for my own ego. I used to be like, I always have one client that I coach for free. And then I stopped doing that because I realized it was a huge disservice to them because they didn't have any skin in the game. So they weren't actually doing it. So yeah, I, 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 I love that you did that. Cause yeah, you have to, you have to commit a little bit. You got to feel it just like you did with all those courses and seminars and coaches and like you invested and that's why you showed up and that's why you got the results, you know? So. So I'm investing like a hundred thousand dollars a month in personal development, but wow. you know, I have the luxury of like going on a nice vacation while I'm doing it. <laughs> right. Right. I love it. I know it's the sky's the limit. I can't wait to see you dancing at your, <laughs> at the wedding when you're 90 something years old. <laughs> well, I'll see a picture, you know, <laughs> yeah. too, so no problem. And uh, Tara, I also have a free vision guide. The exact same questions that were asked of me to create my vision, nice. the one that I told you about earlier, I have a, um, a vision quest exercise. So if you go to my website, it's free. You sign Beautiful. up for it. And then you listen to like a four minute guided vision process. And there's a worksheet. You could fill it in. And then I trust me, it's a 10 year vision. This is a 10 year and you create your vision. And I promise you, you'll be at least 50% closer to having big dreams come true by doing this vision, uh, this vision process. And that one is also at the, uh, the mastery of miracles.com. Beautiful. I'm definitely going to download that and pass that along to my clients as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Hazel, I'm excited. I get to see you again soon. So I'm looking forward to that. And man, thank you so much for coming and sharing your story, for creating these products that are affordable and easy for people to use. And I, I mean, when you hear stories like yours, it's like, I'm like, you'd have to be an idiot to not just freaking try it. Like, uh, <laughs> like what's it going to take? Like a half an hour? Just freaking try it <laughs> and see what happens. That's how I am with personal growth. I'm like, like, or cold therapy, for example. I'm like, you're hearing all these benefits and you won't just freaking try it. Just try it. <laughs> so anyway, I love that. We'll put all the links in the, in the show notes for you guys. And um, yeah, Hazel, thank you again for being so awesome. We'll put her book link in the show notes as well. So you guys can check that out. And yeah, thanks again for coming on, Hazel. Thank you, Tara. Love you. Take care. You too. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inside Out Health Podcast. I hope this episode served as inspiration and something that you needed to hear in your life. If you have a friend or family member that you think would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. And also please subscribe. I have so many more amazing guests coming. I have just been so gifted and honored to meet so many incredible health professionals in my career. And I cannot wait to share their messages with you guys. So please subscribe. And if you could be so kind as to rate my show, I would really appreciate it. This podcast is honestly an intuitive call to me to help spread goodness to the world. And so if you guys can help me do that, I would really appreciate it. If you want more info on this guest, pop over to my website, check out my podcast section, and you can get links to everything we talked about in the show um, and find out more about this guest and what, where you can go from here. Make sure you're also following me on Instagram. Uh, that is my most active platform. You can find me at coach Tara Garrison. You can also find me on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, everything is coach Tara Garrison across the board. And then yeah, if you want to send me a message guys and let me know other guests or other topics you want to hear on the show, please let me know. I am here to serve you. So I would love to hear from you would love your feedback on the show. And if you share any of these episodes, please tag me on social media. It's coach Tara Garrison.